Welcome back to Ultiverse Q, your guide to the ultimate universe. Now in podcast form, I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this week we're talking about... Some ultimate enemies. But who is this enemy? That's a mystery. And if we don't discover, it's gonna be some doom. Do you know your enemy? Do you know your enemy? Do you know your enemy? Da 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 da. Daddy, you are my enemy. My enemy. That was the song I was gonna reference today. I am missing you like a desert mystery. No, I don't think that far ahead. <laughs> You're doomed, Scrooge. You're doomed for all time. Okay, yeah, that's like a song reference for each. Good for you, Luke. Uh, yeah, you know. It's important to be persnickety about these things. It is. I only could think of one box per year song. This week, we've got three four-issue miniseries, all written by BMB. That's Brian Michael Bendis, with pencils by Rafa Sandoval, and all of them mostly inks are by Roger Bonet, uh, though in Ultimate Doom, the last issue has some assistance from Jordi Tarragona. And then Matt Wilson, uh makes a really big impression with his coloring in all of these issues. I was like, hey, these colors look really good. Oh, it's by Matt Wilson, who does very good coloring. Mm -hmm. And then letters are by VC's Joe Caramagda. For all of them, except for Ultimate Doom, where Clayton Cowles also takes over. And it's it's kind of weird how these are split up and how they're set up, I think. Yeah. Because it is pretty much one continuous story. Except, oh, 100%. Except for the Spider-Woman spinoff story, which I feel like they could have theoretically turned it into its own event, but oh, I, that, there's I agree. not enough. Yeah. Well, I don't think it needed to have been like an event, but personally, it's, I think it's... I think our main story could have been like an eight-issue miniseries, mm -hmm. and then the Jessica Drew one could have been like a four-issue miniseries. Yeah, the basic thing that's going on in Ultimate Enemy is there are a bunch of fleshy alien explosions happening in town, and also an alien bounty hunter-y person is going and killing people. Reed Richards and his parents' house is exploded. Uh, the Baxter building gets exploded and uh we we get some moments ben confesses that he loves sue storm which she says nothing mm -hmm. uh nick fury who apparently everybody thought was dead which doesn't make sense oh. uh he's back alive eating his chicken mm-hmm uh, Jessica Drew, Spider-Woman, our clone of Peter Parker, is trying to find out what's going on with Roxxon, and they get attacked. And ultimately, it's, hey, we've got to figure out what's going on here. They end up capturing one of the aliens, and Ben has been losing his plates, and he starts glowing with energy. And then at the end, it turns out that his rocky form was sort of just a cocoon. Kaboom! 
Oh, and also they try and attack Peter Parker's house, but Iceman is able to save the people who are there. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much Ultimate Enemy. I, I think it's maybe the weakest of the three, if you know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, because it had by far the least consequential events. Yeah, it's... it's uh, I do remember when I started reading this, because this was around the time I was working in the comic shop, and I was like, huh, what's, what's Ultimate Doom? And then I was like, oh, this is continuing off some other stuff, and then I, like, read through all of it. It's like, oh, okay, this is this is very good, but, like, Coming back when you know, oh, uh, this is all part of a big plan, I don't think it holds up as well. Yeah, I still thought it was good. The, over, mm-hmm. the three of yeah. them were good. Yeah, I mean, it's better than a lot of stuff that we have. It's better than most of the other just like self-contained miniseries that the Ultimate Universe has given us. I think it's better than Ultimate Arbor Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh... I... Which one is Ultimate War? Uh, That was from the very beginning. Ultimate War was when the X-Men and the Ultimates... Oh, right, had the fight. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think it's better than Ultimate War. Uh Uh-huh. Um... Yeah, the next... uh, I'm just looking through our list of... 136 stories. And, like, the next highest miniseries that we have is Ultimate Daredevil and Electra, which I think still holds up quite a bit. Yeah. Um. Ooh, okay. I think that, uh, how do you feel about this compared to Ultimate Fantastic Four Devils? Uh, I would say this is better. Uh, do you think it is better than Cats and Kings, the Ultimate Spider-Man one? Uh-huh. No. Yeah, I think number 18 is a respectable point for the mm-hmm. weakest of these uh, three stories, which is a wild thing to say. Yeah. We then have Ultimate Comics Mystery, where we get a return of Captain Marvel, a.k.a. Dr. Phil Lawson. And this is also where we kind of see that Wendell Vaughn, who has been a recurring member of uh, Project Pegasus, is like, oh, yeah, no, he's actually getting to do some stuff now. Yeah. Because Phil Lawson shows up and he's like, hey, give me this tour. Nick Fury, who might be alive, wink, 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 wants me to make sure that you assholes, wink, 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 can do your job, wink, wink, wink. And I do love how he is just sort of a smarmy, snarky bastard. Mm-hmm. Written very well. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, while this is going on, Spider-Woman is pretending to be Dr. Julia Carpenter to get a job with Roxxon, which she gets accepted for. And... Julia Carpenter, for those who don't know, is a different Spider-Woman from mm-hmm. the mainline universe. Would you say the lesser, definitely the lesser Spider-Woman? Yeah. I mean, I mean she, she gets, died and she never came back. I thought she got turned into the new Arachne. Oh, is she? I think so. Time to look this up. She gets sacrificed during the whole Craven's Last Hunt story. Which I thought they were doing more because... 
Oh no, she is the new Madam Web. That's that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, Julia Carpenter was the Secret Wars Spider Woman. And uh, yeah, I forgot she's new Madam Web. Yeah, I mean, unless you're '90s Spider Man, uh, the animated series, you don't really think that often about Madam Web. No. Even that, Julie Carpenter, Madam Web's only come into play a couple times. Usually during mm-hmm. those big Spider-Verse events. And apparently during Dead No More, the clone conspiracy. Yeah. Which I... I have, like, fallen off of so many things that are outside of what I normally read. And even those things that I normally read, it's very... Is it weird for you getting back into weekly comics now? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, like, I, I get most of my stuff digitally, and it's like, I got a bunch of books, but with all of the uh, conversation that's going down about how uh, there's a bunch of shitty people who have been in comics for ages, it's like, oh, I, I'm i kind of tired of interacting with uh, projects where any of these people can be really shitty all of a sudden, and it's disheartening, and... Yeah. yeah, don't don't try and just so many people just need to learn to not say shit about their hot takes when it comes to things like sexual assault. The guy who's been drawing Wolverine recently said some really dumb stuff where it's basically, hey, you shouldn't wait so long to confront your abusers and you should learn to kickbox people and. It's like, no, that's that's not it. What an interesting take, sir. Thank you for sharing your opinion. Mm-hmm. Thank you, straight dude, for your opinion. Um, conspi- yeah. I'll say clone conspiracy, though, the last event you mentioned. For as much pe- shit as people gave Dan Slott's run of Spider-Man, he always knocked the events out of the park. That's that's what I remember, but... It- that was the only exception. Oh, that he failed. Well, clone conspiracy, yeah, it wasn't super good. Hmm. And he also ruined Silk because they had because they had to truncate her last arc because they did a crossover and then her series instantly got canceled, which didn't allow her them to wrap up her big overarching arc. Well, I mean, I remember when that essentially happened with Herc. Oh yeah, on a spider island. It's just like, oh yeah, he is going to get turned into a spider centaur and have weird spider sex, and then yeah, but that was at least great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, though, ultimate comic uh, mystery. <laughs> uh, we find out about the brain trust that Spider Woman is hired onto, which includes Arnim Zola the Third. The return of Misty Knight, though, she seems very much like a different character here. I agree. But I think there could be payoff where it's like, oh no, she's Nick Fury's deep secret double agent. Oh, that very well could be. Like, I don't remember anything else about her. Uh, Nathaniel Essex, which is a wild drop. Uh, yeah, that one was, was surprising. Uh, Dr. Layla Miller... And Dr. Samuel Stern. Which, that was also a, a surprise drop, because I thought there was only one Layla Miller. I mean, I know that that probably fluctuates to whatever the people want. 
Yeah. But I, th- I thought it was like a, I thought it was like a weird thing. So I thought that was like an entire like arc of comics was that there's like only one Layla Miller in all the multiverse. According to Ultimate Marvel, or according to Wikipedia, this is the only other version okay. of her. But she apparently comes back and is going to do some other stuff. Okay, because yeah, I thought that was like a whole thing with her was... Yeah, well, she's the only one. Yeah, I... Also, I, I, I was blanking. Thing. Was Samuel Stearns the original leader that we had in the Ultimate Universe? No, uh, that was okay. Pete Wisdom. Oh, that's right. Because that was my only thought when I was like reading this part. I was just like, I was pretty sure that Hulk beat you to death. Yeah, no, that was Pete Wisdom. Petey Wiz. That's right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so Spider-Woman uh, gets signed on with this job, and all of them were like, hey... Uh, we also don't like Roxanne, so tell us your secret and we'll figure this out. And she's like, yeah, I'm getting suspicious. She tries to web her way out of here and Samuel Stearns turns into the Hulk, even though he's normally paraplegic in a wheelchair, and captures her. And uh, back at Project Pegasus, Nova shows up. Uh, we both forgot about Nova. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, as soon as we hit this, is like, hey, Devin, we forgot about Nova. Which is fair. Uh, and he and Captain Marvel actually try and have a conversation, but then Captain Marvel transforms into a weird piranha-y monster. Mm-hmm. Starts attacking the base. So the Fantastic Four and Nick Fury are like, hey, we got it. Or, well, no. And then uh, Nova ends up bringing it to the Baxter building where the Fantastic Four and Nick Fury, who turns himself into 616 Nick Fury with, like, the gray sideburns and he's a white dude and everything. It's it's a weird choice. Yeah. It, uh, yeah, Nova teleports him there. They all knock out Captain Marvel. And uh, Sue is like, hey, I want to find out what's going on. Nova ends up accidentally teleporting her to Project Pegasus, where she finds out that a bunch of the aliens that have been showing up are stealing all of the secret tech, and they are being led by Reed Richards. And what? Then, yeah, because he's still alive. <gasps> which is a legitimately good twist. It was a good twist. And then Carol and Fury, meanwhile, have been torturing Captain Marvel. There's a lot of torture in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to get answers out of him. There's also, yeah, them trying to torture, no, them trying to torture Hawkeye, or Hawkeye doing torture comes later, I think. Yeah. We've already had Hawkeye getting tortured. Yeah, but, uh, no, no, Hawkeye doing torture was back in Ultimate Enemy 1. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's just a lot of weird torture, and it's very much like, yeah, we knew at this point that torture wasn't a good use for getting information because people will lie or tell you whatever you want to hear. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, but uh, Sue returns before everybody tries to kill Captain Marvel and's like, hey, Reed was behind all of this. And it's... 
it's better. There's a lot of pieces, but like until the end, the Spider-Woman stuff doesn't really fit in all that well. No, not at all. Um. Hmm. And even then, at the end, I feel like it was more just kind of because it's a, oh, we need something to wrap this up. Yeah, I think that's uh, valid. Uh, how do you feel about this compared to Ultimate Spider-Man? Popular. Oh, this is better. Do you remember which one popular is? I do not. Uh, popular is the one where Johnny Storm starts hanging out and uh, he is interested in Liz and it's just lots of good teen moments. Oh, I do love some good teen moments. Luke, mm -hmm. that is better. Yeah, I, I do think that overall this flows a bit better than Ultimate Fantastic Four. Uh, annual number two. Which was the uh, secret base in uh, Portland. Oh, Oregon. yes. So, new number 16 is Ultimate Comics Mystery number one through four. And then we have uh, Ultimate Comics Doom, where, once more, a lot of stuff. Uh, we get to see what happened to Sue, which was she confronted Reed, and Reed is like, Hey, thanks for breaking up with me, because now I realize I, I don't need to care about people anymore. And we do get a lot of moments of Reed being treated like shit. Mm-hmm. But also, like, the moment where he's talking about trying to make a better world, and Sue's like, wait, do you mean, like, by killing people? Or he just never responds? Like, it's it's an interesting character study that goes on. Yeah. Which yeah. then also makes a lot of, like, some of the more genocide-y things that Reed did in past issues make more sense. Yeah, like, they go back to, oh, yeah, Reed was involved in the release of a horrible mutagenic thing, even though that was Doctor Doom, which it really wasn't Doctor Doom. It was Sue Storm's mom pretending to be Doctor Doom, but that's neither here nor there. We haven't gotten to that retcon yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. also, and we have what's it called, too. And it also establishes that Reed convinced Ben to go kill Doctor Doom. Yeah. As we saw at the end of uh, Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. You gotta keep him in Ultimatum. Mm-hmm. And also in Fantastic Four Ultimatum Fallout. Or whatever yes. it was called. Oh, yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, we saw him kill, but we didn't really get the reason why. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Sue's like, oh, okay, so you're actively evil. She tries to kill him, doesn't get it done. And then Nova's like, hey... I was sent by the Watchers to fight a threat. I'm pretty sure that you're the threat. And so he destroys Reed's portal and then flies off with Sue. And Johnny now wants revenge. Meanwhile, Spider-Woman has been captured at Roxxon, is tied to a table, and it turns out that Dr. Octopus, the man who made her, is in charge here, which is weird. Agreed. Because, I mean... He had been working for Osborne. Yeah. And then he was in prison. And, like, yeah, I Yeah, sometimes he's gotta have some hobbies. 
Yeah, but like three months since Clone Saga. Well, no, no, because there are six months between Ultimatum and the start of the second wave of stories. Okay, I guess with six months he could have gotten in charge of Roxxon completely. I will rescind my, uh... But probably not. <laughs> no, that's still kind of weird. I mean, they seem to have no problem working with unethical people. Well, that's also true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Spider-Man comes in to try and save her, and then another flashy... And then another fleshy blob comes, and it's like, hey, we gotta get out of here and save some people. Uh, Sue is like, hey, does anybody have access to Reed's files? And Carol's like, we never restore, or we never store those. And Fury's like, that's what you think. And he I got all, all of them files. Yeah. And so she realizes that she can use the residue in Captain Marvel to find out where Reed is sending people from. But Marvel's being a little bitch and doesn't want to pee in that jar. <laughs> yep. And that's when uh, it's time for Fury to whip out his gun. And then the Triskelion gets attacked. We also find out that Castle Doom got attacked, which... Weird thing, Reed. Because Doom is dead. Uh, Stark Industries also got attacked, and Seattle Tech got attacked. I wish that they had uh, showed Crazy Josie's place getting attacked, because that whole group never makes a recurrence, as far as I remember. Oh, yeah. And that would be more important than... Whatever Seattle Tech has. But yeah, uh, Sue protects everybody from the attack, and they head with Nova back to Project Pegasus. Windovon is like, hey, I actually get to do something this time instead of being powerless and complaining. And uh, what he does is he's like, hey, you know that S.H.I.E.L.D.'s original base and, like, or place of operations is in the basement here? Which neither Nick Fury or Carol Danvers knew, which is something that I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Like, Nick Fury here is more in line with the Nick Fury than we've seen in Ultimate Avengers. Where he's a complete asshole who slept with all of his wife's friends and family. Yes. Like, he'll still torture people without any problem, which is not great, but it's, uh... But that's still very in line with Nick Fury. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, they start working on the base because Reed Richards wouldn't know about it, and they can work without being disturbed. Spider-Man and Spider-Woman end up saving people from the mass, including Dr. Octopus, and Sue is like, hey, I need help, I'm going to need more samples, and also any great scientists. And so Johnny and Nova fly back to New York City. They get a sample, and then Dr. Octopus is like, hey, I'll, I'll help you. Which feels like a weird change of character. Hey, the, yes. Like, the explanation is, my team has all died, R.I.P. Arnim Zola, Misty Knight, Nathan Essex, and all the others. But it's it's very weird. I feel like quite truthfully that Octavius wouldn't have cared that much. No, but using that as the excuse is interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, well, and I suppose I need to start setting up a change of heart Doc Ock for what comes later. I don't remember that. Anyways, Ben goes into Reed's base to make sure that Reed Richards is actually Reed Richards and not like a really complicated clone or anything. 
and he confirms it's true, and then he's like, all right, well, I guess we're going to fuck you over. And so all of the Ultimates in the Helicarrier get called in, and they start to destroy Reed's army and everybody there and everything there. Uh, Nova accidentally teleports himself, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, and Dr. Ock outside of the dimension when it begins to crack. Ben offers to try and rescue Reed, but he refuses, and so everybody leaves Reed behind in his dimension. Fury's like, hey, I'm going to be gone forever again. Daryl Danvers makes... Zoom, zoom, Spider- zoom! Mm-hmm. Daryl Danvers makes Spider-Woman an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Doc Ock is like, hey, if you promise to not murder me or put me in jail, I'll turn over all of the information I have for Roxon. Which Carol accepts. Well, Spider-Woman is in the room, which is kind of a dick move, Carol. Yeah. But also, S.H.I.E.L.D. is not an ethical agency. Nope. So, Sue and Ben get a moment. She gets to say that she does love him, and then she asks him to marry her. And they get to kiss, finally. And then we see in the vacuum of the broken dimension that Reed Richards is still there and still alive. Here's my question, though. Mm-hmm. Did we ever, like, get any hint that there was a romance between Ben and Sue? Yeah. Like, that was what a lot of the uh, Ultimate Fantastic Four and then the Ultimate Fantastic Four... Uh, the Ultimate Fantastic Four Ultimatum tie-in and Ultimate Fantastic Four stuff was. Like, it was... Ben has actually been there emotionally and has cared for Sue's well-being. And she has seen him as a friend who not greatly was kind of like bothered by his exterior, but the fact that he had an emotional heart, I think it's been well enough established at this point. Okay. And yeah, that's uh, sort of where we ended. It's a big transition point more for Spider-Woman and the Fantastic Four. Mm Mm-hmm. But, uh, better than Ultimate Mystery? Yeah, I thought it wrapped up everything pretty nicely. Better than Popular? No. Okay. So just right above it, uh, our new number 16 is Ultimate Comics Doom. (laughs) Right above Ultimate Comics Mystery. Which brings us up to 139. This is a nice, quick, short episode. We could mm-hmm. add it on more stories, but I think approaching this as a singular arc is very nice. I agree. Uh, so, Devin, in two weeks, do you know what we are covering? It's in Spider-Man. No. <gasps> we got Ultimate Captain America, which I remember being very yikes. Uh, I also remember that. Ultimate New Ultimates. Which I don't remember anything about. And then Ultimate yeah, Thor, number one through four. I just read that one. I recall that one actually being okay. Yeah, I remember really liking it. And then some of it ties into like the Civil War stuff. Yeah. Ultimate Thor continues to be the best non-Spider-Man Ultimates character. Oh, agreed. They made him interesting. <laughs> so. And not a shitlord. So we have three more miniseries coming up in uh, a few weeks. 
And uh, next week, if you've been checking out the Nicolas Cage podcast, we should be covering National Treasure, and you can now find that out on iTunes as part of the Luke Hare Podcast Project. Because that's got a feed, and the website's in development. I'm redoing my entire web brand, Devin. Nice. Mm-hmm. And you know how I do comics, right, Devin? Yeah. Because I got your... The PDF version, which I haven't read yet, a Super Slasher. Yeah, uh, I went through my uh, old laptop and... Uh, put together a good number of my other comics. There's still like one or two more I need to add, but if you go to gumroad.com slash coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, you can get a bunch of my uh, comics for, uh, most of them are pay what you want. Uh, the one exception is Social Fist, where it's essentially three whole issues of a comic plus a bunch of back matter. Nice. Oh, what sort of asshole? Only How much is that, Luke? Rated... Uh, three. How much is what? Your social fist. You were saying that one's the exception. Oh, oh, that's a minimum of one dollar for eighty-two pages of comics. Damn. Yeah, and someone was a jerk and rated it three stars. So, what the heck? Uh, but yeah. So, Devin, where can people find you online? Oh, you can find me online at FredOfet, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T, and Luke, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G. Uh, and then, as we mentioned, I've got the Gumroad site. There's also a Patreon where you can go, and if you want to donate a few bucks because you have some extra money burning a hole in your pocket you can help supporting us uh to make new projects i need to get around to making the exiled annual something that will actually happen so there's going to be an exiled annual i'd say zach get excited but i don't know if zach actively listens to this podcast if you're wrong message me on twitter zach i'm a calling you out mr marvel files yeah um uh, yeah that's that's it uh check out the website at auto uh at multiversal q or we also have it redirecting as multiversal q where you just get the multiversal q episodes this is the 40th episode of this uh series that we've done which is no small feat nope and i mean we only have 15 more because this series ends with part 55 in January of next year. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Get excited. Keep listening. Uh, if you can leave a review on iTunes, that would be great. I wanted to give a shout out to the person who went and was wonderful enough to leave uh, reviews on all of our, or well, all of my uh, podcast projects, uh, Sergon, who wrote, remember when the Super Sons were on this? Luke and Devin helped me learn a little bit more every day about the Ultimate Universe. I'll never know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. These hosts are witty and handsome. Check it out. Thank you for that review that was posted Back in January. Yes. I, it's one of those things where I just forget to review. Uh, 
and see if there's new reviews. What is our Exiled review, Luke? Uh, the review for Exiled? Mm-hmm. A masterclass in actual play, with each new team brings new dynamics and challenges. If you're a fan of any sort of tabletop games, this is for you. You like Heroes? This is for you. You like Air? This is for you. I do like Heroes, and I do like Air. Nice. Uh, yeah, but I think that wraps it up. Now I'm also kind of confused... Uh, because I need to make sure that I did numbers right. I am worried that I did numbers wrong. Luke, what did oh. you do? Wait. Did we... No? Oh. I'm very confused on... Huh. I think somehow a episode was missed. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay. The numbering is off because uh, I removed the count for uh ultimatum and so i was like this should be number 40 and it technically is our 40th episode but because uh the ultimatum special was uh titled as when the polls reversed that's why the numbering is different okay that's yeah i just had a i had a panic attack there that it was like wait did we miss episodes I mean, yeah. My 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 fragile ego could not deal with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this has just been a lot of uh, extra time. We'll be back in two weeks, unless you want to listen to our Nicolas Cage movie podcast that we do with my partner, Abby, on the off weeks at the Luke Care Podcast Project Twitter. I've been Luke. It's a fun time. And I've been Devin. And we'll catch you on the flip mode. Peace.